Rogue vs. St. Patrick's, with thanks to Dan Morrissey & Co. in a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles and macadam. See danmorrisseyandco.com. Yes, it's the intermediate football semi-final. St. Patrick's getting there after a 2-11 to 5-point victory against Kildavin Clunny Gaul. Jack Kennedy bagging himself 1-8 in an easy route to victory for the Tullos side. It wasn't as easy for Grangers coming up later. 2-12 to 2-11 against Ballinabrana. Robert Sampson bagging himself 2-8 for Ballinabrana, but it was not good enough to get past Grange. But we won't look past Aerog versus St. Patrick's. I'm going to hand you over to the very capable hands of the Bagnestown game manager Mr Eddie Scally who has the semi-final to be worrying about himself tomorrow and Mr Brian Kelly gentlemen over to you Thanks very much Shane and you're very welcome to Netwatch Cullen Park here in Carlow for the meeting of Aero Oak versus St Pat's in this year's Talbot Hotel Intermediate Championship semi-finals I'm delighted to be joined on co-commentary by Brian Kelly Brian a lot of changes on the St Pat's team Yeah there's uh, four changes in there um, Eddie uh, Jerry McGill the former Aero goalkeeper uh, replaces James Tobin uh, number, twive, number 25 Dylan Hanley replaces number 4 Jamie Ansborough number 18 Owen Cleary replaces number 10 Jack O'Neill and number 17 Keane Dorn re- uh, replaces number 12 Carl Healy so there's four changes yeah yeah big shocks on that big four changes I'm going to run through the teams very quickly Aerog line out as on the programme Sean Murphy number one in the goal full back line Shane Kelly wearing number two Dean Hayden number three Luke Murphy number four a cornerback the half back line is Daniel Hayden number five Alex Delaney number six and number seven is Stephen Lacey in the middle of the field we've got Keelan Brady and Dylan Slater the half forward line is met up of Owen Maddox Luke's Ramsbottom and Tom Beam and the full forward line Ronan Quinlan Jody Murphy and Niall Quinlan the same Pats team line out as the changes as we've discussed already with Brian Jerry McGill in the goal Shane Rohan Rob Gahan and now Dylan Hanley coming in a corner back make up their full back line the half back line is Dylan uh, Gorman Comerford Niall Sherry at centre back and Lee Kavanagh at wing back he's joined captain of course Will Dorn is in midfield with Craig Staunton the half forward line Owen Cleary TJ Kavanagh and Keane Dorn and the full forward line is made up of Jack Kennedy Keane Gorman Comerford and Brian Byrne the referee for today's game of course is Ballins Willie Fanning both teams are just starting to fall into positions here it looks to me like we're going to be lining out with St. Pat's attacking the O'Hanrans end Brian yeah um, and I was just down walking uh, on the field already a few minutes ago talking to both managers and there's a nice breeze there blowing into the Oak Park end um, so it'll be interesting to see what way Aerog will set up uh, trying to probably defend um, playing into the wind Aerog playing into the wind in the first half of course Aerog will be playing into the O'Hanrans end the first mistake today on the commentary there'll be many more of them right for people <laughs> to enjoy over the next half an hour uh, very exciting game of course the player that we'll be all watching is Jack Kennedy he's going to have to try and back up his 1-8 in the last game yeah that was uh, a really high score there from uh, Jack um, played a few I, I actually he was on the panel um, when I was playing with uh, Carlo a few years ago so he's a top quality footballer and the referee has thrown in the ball and we're off and Keelan Brady straight away catches the ball and he drills the ball low in towards the full forward line and it's Wool there I'd say there's a free coming up here for Luke Ramsbottom great start for Aerog Luke Ramsbottom pulled to the ground there Brian yeah great start uh, Aerog won the throw in and straight away a direct ball uh, very refreshing to see uh, moving the ball through, through the foot yeah it is and there's one switch straight away Jody Murphy went out to midfield for the throw in he's a big unit of a man I don't know if he was going out there to contest that first ball but this is going to be the first free of the game for Aerog it was a well worked free it came from a really good catch from Keelan Brady in midfield he drilled a low ball into the full forward line and Luke Ramsbottom 
Ireland's bottom out in front won the ball and the free taker here for Aero Oak Niall Quinlan he's uh, he's not happy with the tools that are after been provided to him with the first ball that's after been thrown back to the stands he wants another one yeah look uh, sometimes uh, Eddie can be given a ball you mightn't feel the, the, the right pressure is in it so he, he went looking for a, a new instrument as you said yeah so he's sitting over this just on his own 21 just to the right hand side of the post nice free for a free taker to steady himself into the game when I think wind in his face he's sitting back onto it and that's pulling away it's a great score good start to the game there now and a nice score for Niall Quinlan first point of the game goes the way of Airog. be interesting to see what way St. Pats are going to go with these kickouts. they have a strong wind at their backs yeah and uh, they have a definitely an experienced uh, goalkeeper in um, Jerry McGill so he's going long on this occasion big punt out the field Jerry McGill into the middle of the park there but it's picked up straight away by Alex Delaney Alex shows a hand pass takes a 1-2 referee is deemed he threw the ball looked a little bit harsh to me from here and straight away St. Pats are gone on the attack now it's with their number 11 TJ Cavanagh he's pumped it inside into the full forward line I think that's gone in towards Brian Byrne is it but it's the, it's the air old man Luke Murphy that wins the ball Luke he's coming out the field there now kick pass back out towards his wing back hand pass handed off to Alex Delaney Alex carrying it out lays the ball out again onto the right hand side and they're carrying it out towards the midfield here now and a heavily strapped Shane Kelly has the ball the corner back out around midfield throws another hand pass into this nice patient build up play here now Keelan Brady again throws the ball over to the far side of the field there looks like Stephen Lacey I think is it no it's the wing forward Tom B and Tom throws a lovely pass in there towards Ronan Quinlan and that's just a coming together there Brian and Airog or I should say St. Pats have turned it over Yeah I think it was a good call there by Billy Fanning um, Niall Quinlan uh, carried the ball in uh, into the tackle lost it and Tinre- or Tullow are on the way out The Tullow men are coming there now and it's this time it's with Craig Staunton the joint captain Craig throws the ball in towards Dylan Gorman Comerford they're just into the middle of the field now they're literally right on the centre of the field and it's Niall Sherry with the ball he's looking around he's after laying it off to his midfielder Craig Staunton Craig throws a hand pass it's going about 4 or 5 yards in front of him just moving in towards the Airog side of the field TJ Cavanagh sprays the ball out towards the, the wing side of the field Airog still coming forward with the ball real patient build back towards TJ Cavanagh again TJ sitting on around the 65 his runners coming off his shoulder there but he warns the kick and then he goes backwards towards his own number two there Shane Rowan it's patient work here now by Airog as they try and just cut through a very disciplined looking Airog side here but it's St. Pat's bit of an effort I think it's a speculative shot in on top and that'll be easy dealt with there by the Airog backs and it comes out to Luke Murphy Luke Murphy's coming walking out towards the midfield throws it out towards his midfielder number eight there Willie Dorn Willie Dorn lays another hand pass off Airog coming now nice and handy there's coming in numbers this time ball spread out towards the corner back who's pushing up this time Luke Murphy Luke Murphy breaking down towards the stand side of the Carroll pitch looked to have been hit late but the play is waved on there Jody Murphy has it he breaks the first line ball the ball just drops in under him that was a good attack there Brian yeah Airog moved the ball transitioned the ball well from uh, defence up to the forward line just the last ball went uh, slightly amiss um, Airog are getting plenty of players Eddie behind the ball and Tolo should try and probably move the ball a little bit faster because it's suiting Airog it definitely is and it's Tolo that's on the ball again with their centre back Niall Sherry Niall Spray a hand pass out towards the wing back position there and it's coming Tizey forward through the midfielder Willie Dorn Will, Will Dorn is coming now he carries it he's running at the Airog men he's runners off his shoulder here this time it's going in towards that looks like a push in the back that was a great ball in and it's a good free here for, for St. Pats it worked well yeah that was far better um, from Tolo Eddie uh, they got the ball moved it out of their defence well and then gave a beautiful uh, kick pass into the inside forward line um, and worked a good free um, Jack Kennedy is going to take this if he's going with his right it's a, a little bit 
bit tougher. I'm not too sure if he, if he takes freeze with his left also. We'll see here now the way when he lines up, Eddie. Similar position to the first free, I suppose, and it is. He's going. He's going with his right foot. He's going with his right foot. It's not going to be a simple one this time. He struck it. He struck it well, and it's pulled across to the opposite side there. And so, was it over the bar? That's a good score there. That was a really well taken free on his wrong side as well. It must be said, but uh, very well pot. Yeah, that was uh, uh, that wasn't easy. Even though Eddie was on the 14 yard, it most certainly didn't uh, suit a right footed taker. But Jack slotted over, and he's been doing that for years. In fairness to him. And here we go, and it's straight away. It's Eroge with a nice short kick out from the keeper. He throws it straight out to the midfielder there, number nine, Dylan Slater. He's coming with the ball himself this time, working it through the lines. Hand passes thrown off there again they're heading out towards the 65 it's Alex Delaney and again Alex taking the 1-2 he's pushing forward he's been on a lot of ball he's fumbled that one up but he wins it back himself Alex and he goes back towards his midfielder Dylan Slater Dylan throws the ball over onto the turret side and this time it's picked up on the on the, on the left hand side by Stephen Lacey Stephen is pressing forward nice and calm work here now with the Oak men this time it's Luke Ramsbottom has it he throws the ball inside into the full forward line a busy Ronan Quinlan picks up this one Ronan there he's still out on the touchline on the turret side throws a hand pass back to Luke Ramsbottom Luke works it back and they're going to recycle this ball working it back towards the 65 this time it's with one of the midfielders he throws it out to the left hand side again really really patient play by Eero they're holding up this ball well Brian yeah they're doing well Eddie considering Tullo have uh, 13 players behind the ball um, obviously as I said last weekend uh, with yourselves and Tin Ryland uh, so many teams have d- d- different defensive structures in place so in fairness to Eero they are being um, cautious with the ball uh, not exciting to watch but they're doing well to hold on to it they are they're doing well they're trying to find a way into little gaps there but this time it's with Dylan Slater a man that's been on a lot of ball early in this game as well he pops it out to Luke Ramsbottom Luke throws a lovely pass inside Aero Gar breaking here there could be a free coming no it's back to the left half back he's pushing in there Stephen has it he throws it back out towards that centre forward there Luke Ramsbottom he thought the shot was on he changed his mind very quickly Alex Delaney has it now the centre back he's on the attacking 65 Aero playing into the Aero into the O'Hanrens end and playing against a very strong wind it must be said this is a good ball in and it's going to drop short and straight into the keeper's hands and this is going to be McGill's first touch of the ball other than that kick out and straight away he throws a little hand pass to his corner back oh that's given away badly there this time and it's it is Eroge of a free coming as well so he can take a pop at this one but there could be a goal on either he's still carrying it here and Ronan Quinlan I think it is and it is Ronan Quinlan he's put it wide but he's going to no he's not bringing it back for the free he should have hit that first time Brian he had a free there as well he was on an advantage yeah definitely I think for, by carrying it that extra few yards uh, he ran out w- uh, of the, uh, the advantage so a um, little bit of experience needed there from Ronan yeah wasteful there now from Eroog that time it must be said St. Pat's now on the attack again Eroog pressing right up on them this time so the St. Pat's men are having to work it out that's, that's great defending by Eroog but St. Pat's still have it it's a sideline ball for St. Pat's the number 9 for St. Pat's Dylan Slater puts it back in play straight away he throws it to the number seven, sorry the number 17 there Keen, Dor- Keen Doran has it Keen Doran then throws a pass across the field hitting his number 11 there TJ Cavanagh TJ Cavanagh beats two Aerog men's pressing forward this will be a great score that's a fantastic score TJ Cavanagh Brian that's what you like to see yeah that's brilliant um, a left footed shot there um, he actually had to break two or three uh, tackles to, to, to free himself and he struck a beautiful ball from just inside the 45 uh, obviously wind assisted but split the post great score yeah brilliant 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 score great work by TJ Cavanagh <coughs> that all started with Craig Staunton on the sideline Craig put the ball back into play very quickly fed it to Keane Doran Keane gave it to TJ Cavanagh and TJ as Brian beside me here rightly points out broke two or three 
three tackles put himself into the space and straight over the black spot interesting now do you see the different forms of a kick out here Airog obviously playing playing into that strong wind. It's a risky kick out this time. It, it, it came off. I think it was more luck than anything. This time it's Alex Delaney with it. Alex throws it out to his midfield partner there, Dylan Slater. Dylan Salter. Dylan Salter has it. Throws it to number two there, Shane Kelly. Shane Kelly d- d- delays on the ball a little bit. Almost gets turned over, but it's Slater is in again on the ball. Paps it back there now. And it's Alex Delaney that has it this time. And they're going to build again slowly. Alex Delaney. Ball being carried into contact. That's the second time Willie Fanning has his hand up for the free, but the advantage is being played now. And it's Dylan Salter again. Ball is thrown out to the left-hand side. Popped up again. And Jody Murphy has it still around the middle of the field again. Keelan Brady has it this time now for Air Oak. Keelan Brady breaking down through the middle. Is he going to carry it into contact? He's looking for runners. He's found one off his shoulder. And they're being held up around the 65. This time it's Luke Graham's bottom. Luke throws a hand pass off. Quick, intricate passes there. Niall Quinlan has it now. Niall pops it backwards again. And this time it's with Alex Delaney. Alex throws a hand pass off there to Dylan Salter. Dylan has it. Lovely ball inside into the full forward line. And it's the number five that's popped up there. D- Daniel Hayden. Daniel is breaking down that wing there. He looks like he's been pulled there, I think. And it's no referee says play on. No free this time. And uh, Is it out? It is. And it's out. And it's the same pass that are coming away. The Tullow men have the ball and they're breaking down this side as well. And it's Keane Doran on the ball. Keane ships the tackle. Carries it out of play. Does very, very well. And now they're on the attack again. Same pass did well that time there, Brian. Yeah, in fairness to them, with their defensive structure, st- structure should I say, they're very disciplined in the tackle, Eddie. Um, they're breaking down, starting to break down, Eddie, and they're actually now moving the ball far better up the field. Now they are, and here they come along this side of the field. This time it's it's Dylan Gorman Comerford. <coughs> Dylan throws the hand pass out to Keane Dorn. Keane's been very busy so far. Keane lays a hand pass off to another inclusion in the team. Owen Cleary. Owen has it. Pops it inside into the corner forward. There's a free coming there. Is there not? No, there's not. There's not a free. I think he's given a free out this time. That seemed a bit strong. I don't know. Um, Brian, yeah, explain uh, it to me. Look, yeah. Personally, myself, I thought it was a definite free to uh, Tolo. And, and uh, look, referees make mistakes. There's a lot of players obviously going to make mistakes as well, Eddie, here. So um, it's always the referee that comes in for the criticism. That was a free, but move on. That's it. We move on. It's right. Of course, today's coverage is brought to you with thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited, well drilling services, residential, commercial, and agricultural. Jerry Comerford Drilling.ie. And very good man, Jerry, of course, supporting all of these Carlo GEA games. And the ball this time is coming out with Dylan Salter. He's been on a huge amount of ball so far early in this game. Dylan throws the hand pass back to his midfield partner, Keelan Brady. Keelan has it. There's a Aero Oak man in trouble down here on the left-hand side, cornerback position. He looks like he's struggling. A physiotherapist is making her way onto the field to have a look at him. But Aero Oak still attack with the ball. I think it's Salter again. It is. He throws a hand pass back to another player. They're turning it across, bringing it over to the stand side of the field. And it's their full forward, Jody Murphy. He's a long way out from the goal. And the 65 throws a hand pass in towards the corner forward. And it's recycled again. Back out to Keelan Brady. Real patient build up here by Aero Oak. This will suit Aero Oak. Two points to one, playing into a big strong wind. They'll be happy enough to keep this ball. And it is. It's back to Salter again. Salter throws a hand pass to his midfield partner, Keelan Brady. Keelan looks to switch the play again this time. Pops out to Luke Ramsbottom. He's too far out. He looks at the posts. He's not going to try that. He throws another hand pass off. And they're just moving it back and forth across that 65, trying to make a, a mistake from the Tolo lads to try and expose it. It's, 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 it's a hard watch, Brian, sometimes, but I suppose they are trying to find the gaps. Yeah, look, you'll be given out if, if one, I'm sure Willie Quinlan, if one day a 
players kicked in a long hopeless ball in saying all of that Eddie is it good is it good for GA I'm not too sure watching these type of defensive systems but it is what it is this is it it's a way they'll, they'll tell you it's, it's about results it's a winnings game for management and, and teams that want to try and get the best of them but this is some run here now by number 18 I think it is one of the subs that's came on Owen Cleary he carries it from his own 65 to the opposition 45 and he's dispossessed this time and it's Jordan Jody Murphy that's right back there now the full back Dean Hayden carrying it out the field Airog happy enough to, to ship that bit of pressure to have it in midfield again and they're breaking but the Tullow lads have so many men behind the ball already it's a it's, I'm just looking out there at the moment Brian there's 13 or 14 total men behind that ball instantly as well it's going to be very difficult for Airog to break this down yeah and they are finding it very difficult Eddie to break it down because it's in Airog's DNA obviously to move the ball quick and uh, get, get scores you know as, as many as they can get that's always been Airog but it's hard to break down systems like this Eddie they're going from side to side it looks unproductive um, but maybe a long ball now and again a probing ball might unlock uh, the defence this is it exactly and it is still the time Aero Oakman have that ball they're spraying it from one side of the pitch to the other it's hand passed it's worked across but they're holding that possession trying to find free men Salter's got himself into a position that he's a bit free this time it's coming and it's all the way back to the fullback Dean Hayden Dean is on the possession carrying it forward now he's got a man on his outside but Dean's got himself straight through the middle still carrying that ball Dean Hayden Dean Hayden still he tries to pop it there and he drops it straight into the keeper's hands and it's St. Pat's are on the break this time now St. Pat's come and breaking out straight away TJ Kavanagh has it quick pass there as well lovely pass by TJ Kavanagh hitting the full forward who's breaking out the field a quick fast ball into the full forward line this time it's thrown in in front of Brian Byrne Brian Byrne wins the ball and he's going to take on his man Brian Byrne throws another ball inside there's danger here lovely catch out in front of his man is that going to go over the bar wide ball that was a great move by St. Pat's probably deserved more from it Jack Kennedy just drifted wide at the end there Brian it was a great move out of the fence though yeah it really was and leading up to that in fairness to Dean Hayden from Airog Eddie he went at the Tuller defence while his shot was slightly miscued he opened up the defence but as a result of a shot miscued Tuller worked the ball really fast uh, Jack Kennedy was unlucky at the end yeah it does, it does look from, from my eye anyway so far what St. Pat's are doing is trying to sit deep and hit you on the break it's working so far it's currently St. Pat's 2 points 0 one with 14 minutes gone in this intermediate championship semi-final of course we have a man of the match today as well from Detail Men's we're a 50 euro voucher to give away if you can agree with Brian Kelly's selection for man of the match just text it into 083 306 9696 this is a man with the ball now is one fella that's right up there at the moment Dylan Salter he's been on so many possessions he has to be in your mind Brian for a man of the match so far yeah he's playing really 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 well there's a, there's an awful lot of that Tuller defence that are playing really well disciplined uh, uh, tackling um, and Airog are having huge problems trying to break them down they are indeed it is Airog still here now this time it's Killian Brady Killian Brady throws oh, a hand pass, hand pass. Like this is a great ball there's a goal on here he turns it oh he's been bottled up and he pops it I think he's popped it over the bar has he popped it over the bar yeah, yeah. he has that outstanding that Brendan Hennessy does be moaning and <laughs> I get to see what he's on about yeah now. I got a better view of it what really made that point was Keelan uh, Brady's hand pass Eddie um, did really well there um, great score and who popped that Brian I couldn't see was it was it Tom Bean or was it Niall Quinlan I think it was Tom Bean scored that uh, yeah, Eddie 
perfect and now here we go again and it's this time it's the same Pats men that are going to be building out two points apiece 15 minutes into this first half of this intermediate championship semi-final nobody wants to lose the semi-final everybody wants that big day in the final and these are two clubs unfortunately one of them will be finishing their run of the championship today and it does end on the day we could have extra time and penalties but this is a tight tetchy affair so far St. Pat's now still building Craig Staunton has the ball Craig throws a hand pass over to the right hand side to his centre back this time is Niall Sherry Niall Sherry pops the ball back across again and gives it to Will Dorn. Will Dorn then lays it off again to Craig Staunton. They're sitting there looking for the runners inside, but they're going to work it along the road. They're up on the air oak 65 now, and they're just nicely, you know, strutting it along, but they're just looking for that probing pass, looking for that run to free up a player. It's handed back this time to Will Dorn. Will Dorn is carrying the ball forward. It's it's shadow boxing early in this game, Brian, but you probably expect that in the county semi-final. Yeah, look, as you said, uh, the stakes are high. Like You want to uh, get to the final, um, but stakes are high. Players are unwilling to take chances to go for an easy ball. Great catch there. Oh, oh brilliant, oh, brilliant goal. <laughs> as we start talking about speculative stuff, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan Gorman, Comerford has a ball at the 65 I thought he was going for a score himself he drove it in over the top and Brian Byrne was the man who responded the quickest caught the ball over the air and he turns and he rattles the ball into the back of the net St. Pats are going to need a great great start they're all going to need to respond to this fairly quickly Brian yeah you, you know sometimes when we talk about these defensive systems Eddie and you say you know and you'd always hear the older generation saying let in a few long balls well there's proof of the pudding sometimes they don't, they don't always work but if you can get one that just goes they're after getting the goal but I have to say it was a brilliant take because Brian Byrne isn't obviously tall um, but he got up held it and a brilliant finish great ball know, great finish it was indeed a great finish speculative ball is what I call it in on top of him there but he got up and he won it and it's the same Pats men now that have the, the wind in their sails at the moment and they're pressing forward again uh, with their number five Dylan Gorman Comerford Dylan throws it back then this time it's coming back towards another player who's been very good so far TJ Kavanagh TJ's on the possession he's looking inside seeing can he get a runner he's going to try and throw one in he's been done for over carrying the ball I think he was a little bit lackadaisical yeah, that time yeah definitely uh, Luke Ramswatham is such an excellent uh, f- footballer um, he looks so comfortable on the ball but I think he was just a little bit lax there fairness to Billy we called him out that he got one wrong he got that 100% right there there we are no it's a, it's a turnover possession now and it's Aero Og men that are on the attack and this time it's coming out there with yeah Killian Brady has it Killian Brady turns he's got Salter in front of him he throws it back to him Salter then looking left and right to see where he wants to go he pops it to his centre back Alex Delaney Alex has been very very busy as well I'd say he's been everywhere bar centre back so far yeah and that's the way of football numbers now in positions Eddie as you're well aware when you go into your huge game tomorrow against an Ireland numbers and positions mean very little this in the modern it. football no, they definitely don't <laughs> they can pop up anywhere and there's another lad there now with the ball he's been going really well Luke Rams bottom Luke pops it back this time it's with Killian Brady Killian Brady throws it over onto this side of the field here the stand side Daniel Hayden has it now Daniel looking back and forth turns into it again carries the ball back and the ball is back with the full back they're sitting on the same patch 65 Oak. you feel really do need a score here now it's 1-2 to 2 points St. Pat's leading this game lovely ball inside towards the young Quinlan number 13 on his back and Quinlan gives it away and here comes St. Pat's on the break the one thing that I've been noticeable in this first half is St. Pat's do break a lot quicker than Aero definitely to transition the ball far quicker Eddie um, they're more disciplined in the tackle as well and as a result an unforced error there from Rowan Quinlan hand, hand pass the ball straight to a Tolo lad uh, player and they're on the move again this is it and here they come again this time they're still on their own 65 but they're going to work it out we've seen how patient they're willing to be already in this game but it's it's the same Pats men carrying it out the ball this time it's coming out with Craig Staunton Craig Staunton 
Yeah, Craig throws it out, takes a return pass, a little one-two, he pops another ball into the corner. This is a great move now. Can he find another pass? It'll take one more. That's great tackling inside. That was absolutely brilliant tackling. Dylan Hanley was in there in the corner, but he was dispossessed by the, the Air Og man there. A really, really good tackle, and Air Og are coming on the break now as well. Patient build-up by Aero. Balls worked out into midfield. It's thrown into the hands of Luke Ramsbottom. Luke is going to run at them. Luke is happy enough. He's carrying it down this channel on the stand side. But he has to recycle it back, and he does. And he finds one of his own men, and it's Dylan Salter again. Dylan pops the hand pass off this time to his midfield partner, Keelan Brady. Keelan's thrown it over to the wing-back position. Very, very patient build-up again. And at this time, it's out with Stephen Lacey over on the turret side. Stephen carries it up to the 65, and he throws it off to Ronan Quinlan. Ronan is very, very patient as well. Throws the ball backwards again towards the number nine. And now we're back into midfield, and it's with Shane Kelly. Shane throws a pass across to the right half-back, who started to join the attack as well. We're looking at it now, and there's 26 players inside the St. Pat's 65, and its gaps are going to be hard to find when you have that many players in that space. Yeah, look, and I don't like always constantly harping on about this, Eddie, but I'm not too sure for the future of GA mass defences. Will spectators, you know, find it hard to come watch games? Because they are hard to watch, Eddie. I understand definitely from a manager's point of view as well, it's all about winning, but maybe the GA themselves, the governing body, could have a look at this to see, is there any way to improve the, the games as spectacles? This is it, of course, and one thing that'll improve this game as a spectacle is when we run into the last 15 minutes, if there's a team behind you can be sure to be no blanket defence then that's a fine point there this time ball worked back to Luke Ramsbottom Luke on the 45 against the wind he popped that straight over the bar he's going to be dangerous in the second half with the wind at his back yeah absolutely um, great point there from uh, Luke Ramsbottom two centre forwards are having a nice bit of influence on the game Eddie uh, TJ Cavanagh from Tullo from St. Patrick's and obviously Luke Ramsbottom in saying that it, that, that was far better from Aerog to move the ball far quicker worked it into a space and Luke Ramsey Rodham finished it off with a fine point from play. Absolutely fantastic kick out this time. Big kick out straight down into midfield and the mark is called that time. It's first mark of the game actually as well but it was a brilliant, brilliant kick out by the keeper. Now the ball has been worked into the attack. It's TJ Kavanagh. TJ has been very busy early on in this game. TJ looks at the post wild effort there this time and it's going to tail off harmlessly wide that was a super kick out there by Jerry McGill there and really really well collected on the far side of the field for a, a mark to be called unfortunately nothing came of it but uh, yeah it, it was it was a great kick out from Jerry McGill and Will Doran took it it was a beautiful uh, a beautiful mark doesn't surprise me with Jerry McGill uh, Jerry uh, he won't mind me saying this Eddie he's well into his 40s now at this stage but he's been a top class goalkeeper all his life and you know if you keep yourself in good, shop, good shape it's obviously a position if you love it uh, he's a busy life with what he works as and he's a small family there um, but it's some commitment to keep rolling out there year on year out but he obviously loves it no fair to him and his kick out there has really shown his work as well a fantastic kick out and it's Aerog on the attack this time now just a bit of looking at a bit of joy this time Aerog breaking forward with their number 12 um, Cahal Healy I think sorry number 12 Tom Behan Tom pops the hand pass off that's going to drop off harmlessly wide and it tails off wide Aerog, the scoreboard reads Aerog, three points, St. Pat's one goal and two points. We're 23 minutes into this first half of the Talbot Hotel Intermediate Football Championship semi-final. Of course, our coverage today is brought to you by Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited, well drilling services for residential, commercial and agricultural clients. Jerry Comerford Drilling.ie. Another big, big kick out around the midfield. 
drop down but it's this time it's the Eroog men to retain the possession Eroog coming out now Stephen Lacey is on the ball Stephen throws a hand pass off to his left hand side they're breaking down this and they're going to try and go straight down through the middle and it's working a little bit for them here he comes with Luke Rams bottom Luke pops a great ball inside into the full forward line and it's Ronan Quinlan that comes on this I think this is going to drop short as well it's getting frustrating for the Eroog men now yeah that, you know they're kicking into the wind Eddie they should be probably trying to move it into a far better area to, to obviously take an easier shot Jerry McGill that took that very easy and as a result now Tuller counter attacking and this is the Tuller man have it around the middle of the field there and it's with their number 14 Keane Gorman Comerford Keane throws it back to I'd say it's his brother on the other side Dylan Gorman Comerford Dylan throws a pass out into midfield here we've runners off the shoulder this time it's Will Doran on the ball Will Doran throws a hand pass back to Shane Rohan Shane Rohan throws it inside into the full forward Shane takes a return pass this is a great move by them St. Pat's, St. Pat's number 17 has a brilliant block as well he's won the free for over carrying but a fantastic block there by the old man I'm trying to see which player it is as he steps up off the ground the free is taken and of course that block was made by Daniel Hayden fantastic block keeper comes out takes the free quickly the ball is back in play and it's back with the goalkeeper as well and he's going to throw it to his corner back seven passes and we're at the 14 now so here we are Aero coming out the field it's with their number four Luke Murphy Luke lays it off there's good work there but I think Willie Fanning has the hand in the air for an advantage this time for Airog. Airog still working the passes nice and patient Alex Delaney Alex finds a bit of space there he throws a nice ball inside into Niall Quinlan Niall Quinlan good hand pass in over the top risky enough but it was turned over well and Tom Behan has it Tom Behan looks up and throws it back towards Luke Ramsbottom Luke Ramsbottom is going to recycle it right across to this side of the field to Shane Kelly Shane Kelly pressing forward carrying it bringing it inside the 65 now heading towards that goal end he lays it off again this time it's with the other Quinlan chap Ronan Quinlan Ronan's trying to drag a free he's not going to get it Willie Fanning's not for Jenny and that looked like a free out to me but St. Pat's coming out with the ball this time and it's the Tolo men that are turning it over nice and quick out they come and they're out on their own 65 now and it's with Owen Keary Owen Keary throws the hand pass over towards his wing back they keep breaking out through it they're in the middle of the field now as well the wing back there Dylan Gorman Comerford Dylan throws a pass out they're on the halfway line now he's going to put one inside into the full forward line that's a brilliant ball inside great ball inside in there to Craig Staunton and a fantastic mark uh, that was a that, that was a superb kick from the St. Patrick's number 11 TJ Cavanagh outside of the left foot um, so now we'll see can we can we get to turn the mark into it drops the chart oh I <laughs> The mark has dropped short and it's fisting to the back of the net. Brian, they're going to tell us that they meant this. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's uh, unbelievable that it's actually Brian Burns' second goal. Um, no, Eddie looked at who was involved in football uh, a long, t- a long time. It was a miss. It was a miss kicked uh, mark free. Um, fortuitous that's uh, two goals for Brian Byrne um, but there is a massive stroke of luck in that Eddie massive stroke of luck the one thing I would say in fairness to Brian Byrne he followed that ball in when everybody else stopped he was there to fist it and here we go again it's Brian Byrne again there's another break on this time throws it into the corner forward Jack Kennedy oh it's off the post the keeper's going to have to react quick here and it's the old men that have it they've won it back with the number four he's trying to get a free out and he will he gets a free out been an interesting minute there for, for, for St. Pat's two, two to three points is now the score they're in a much better position now far better position Eddie um, for two of the goal but as you said Brian Byrne was the only player that was alert to it so you have to give him huge huge credit but it's after being a big two minutes because Tullow were nearly in for another goal chance there Eddie um, Aeroga are in a tricky situation now you know because they're obviously five points down they have 
carved the wind in the second half but to me Tolo looked to be a slightly faster in transition in the ball and playing with more intent but he can never take your eyes off Aero Getty he can get goals quicker than any other team generally oh, I, I, I couldn't agree more but I definitely think you're 100% right about St. Pat's they look the far stronger side wind assistant side I think in every other play but here we go again it's St. Pat's on the attack to have it around the midfield area it's with their number 9 this time Craig Staunton Craig works it back in towards the centre back ball is hand passed out back towards Will Dorn Will Dorn takes a quick 1-2 with the centre back there Niall Sherry Niall Sherry throws it to the other side of the field there and it's the one of the changes that on the team sheet there number 25 has it this time Dylan Hanley Dylan Hanley throws it back in towards midfield with Will Dorn Will has runners coming off the back of him there it's his full back that's coming out this time Rob Gahan Rob throws it off to Dylan they're looking inside Dylan likes this he's putting another high ball inside into that full forward line they reckon they're there for the take and the ball dropped it's with Byrne he works it back to the full forward and it's hand passed out and it's coming to the other corner forward there Jack Kennedy and Jack Kennedy puts it straight over the bar I can tell you from what I can see here Aero Oak think, or St. Pats are looking at that Aero Oak full back line and think they're there for the taking yeah in the last couple of minutes Eddie they're starting to play in an extra uh, f- few long balls and again Brian Byrne was the one who caught it one of the smaller players on the field um, two or three quick hand passes back to Jack Kennedy um, and that's his second point one from a free and uh, one from play here we go that kick oh. turned over there's big trouble here now St. Pat's is in on goal he throws the hand pass oh there could be a penalty, penalty coming here it has to be Eddie what I will say is unfortunately there the year old man has gone off he's after going down injured Shane Kelly yeah um, definitely de- de- definitely I, I think it's Brian Byrne again Eddie um, obviously it was a poor kick out from Sean Murphy Keane Gorman Comerford um, intercepted the ball moved with intent and as you can see now uh, the referee has awarded a penalty which probably was a fair call Eddie it was a fair call it was a definite penalty Dylan, Dylan is going up to take the penalty this time I think it was I'm not sure now I, when I was looking at it the first time I looked at it I thought it was Jack Kennedy that broke in that time if you look beside the goalpost, I assume that's the person that's down injured there it's not Jack Kennedy you're dead right I should never have doubted you for a second <laughs> it's Brian Byrne that's hobbling back out there yes Eddie yeah. it takes a bigger man to, <laughs> but no, no doubt we all make mistakes Brilliant. That's another goal well dispatched he drove it into the bottom left hand corner sent the keeper the wrong way and now it's 3-3 the same Pats three points there Oak yeah it's um we're just on the story it's just we're just gone into one the first minute of injury time calling it now Eddie Oak are in a spot of bother now they have to uh, they may change suit as regards their game plan now um, obviously they wait to rebirth but another poor kick out oh. has been intercepted again this is a real purple patch for St. Pat's here we go again it's their number 9 this time beautiful the the ball. that's a fantastic score by Craig Staunton I can tell you St. Pat's do not want a half time whistle to go no not at the minute Eddie and I'd say their manager doesn't either again um, Sean Murphy's kick outs have slightly gone a, a bit askew in the last few minutes and Tolo or St. Patrick's have really milked that up um, they're in a very very strong position now Eddie um, I'm sure Willie Quinlan can't get, get, wait to get their old lads into the dressing room to talk about their kick out strategy and their actual overall play because at the minute it looks like Tolo are the far hungrier team Eddie Oh definitely Tolo have one foot in the county semi-final the scoreline at the moment is three goals and four points to Tolo three points to Aero Oak and it's the Tolo men that have the ball on their own 45 they can afford to be patient now there's no panic in there the referee Willie Fanning blows a whistle for what's been a pretty entertaining first half the second 15 minutes of that first half Brian were very excited Yeah and, and you know Eddie I, uh, like the lads out in Palatine were all 
always because the half slagging me off in relation to the way I'm always giving out about defensive structures but it's amazing the first half it wasn't really entertaining but the second half obviously Tullo started kicking in a few long balls that makes it exciting in itself and obviously they got their sweet rewards for it because they got three goals from well definitely from two long balls and the, 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 the middle goal was the mark um, Willie and Derek Hayden uh, they have a lot of work to do Eddie I, I know they have uh, the wind but Eddie you're in football a long time the wind doesn't win games no, the wind won't win this game and it won't win games for you in general and if anything I actually think it's starting to blow away that wind it's turning into a nice balmy sunny evening uh, that wind advantage that was there in the first half it may not be the same in the second yeah it looks to have died down uh, on another note Eddie we have to compliment the groundskeepers in Dr. Co- in Networks, Cull- Networks Cullen Park the pitch is in unbelievable condition for the amount of traffic that's on it uh, I think and I know I look, I'm probably going to be a bit biased in, in what I'm going to say here it's definitely one of the best pitches in, in Leinster I don't care what oh, anyone says question, it was it's like the, a carpet always and I have to say as well it was one of the first things I said when I got here today every time I walk out onto that pitch with, with the games themselves every game we come to here the pitch is always presented in immaculate condition it'll be no different tomorrow in the county semi-finals yeah. and with such traffic on them pitches you would expect them to be getting yeah, up like they're all, all the semi-finals I'm sure are being played um, obviously the two big ones um, tomorrow the, the, the two senior games Eddie but uh, good quality players they just love beautiful pitches Eddie and it's like a carpet it really is and full credit has to go to the grounds people and the staff of uh, Netwatch Cullen Park but you know you can't be getting into a county final coming out on a beautiful pitch a big a big crowd, big crowd yeah, no, what more do you want that's what everybody lives for before I let them go back to the studio obviously we have a detailed men's or a man of the match texting if you can get the same selection as Brian here on, on commentary with me it's 0833069696 for the detailed menswear man of the match a 50 euro voucher up for grabs for detailed menswear I suppose to give some of the Mary Murphys and Michelles and all these at home on the, on the to give them a bit of a, a G up there uh, Brian are we are we leaning towards Brian Burner are we leaning towards TJ Cavanagh <laughs> who, who would you be putting your look, money on this early stage I suppose when you look at it now Eddie you obviously have to look fa- far more towards the St. Patrick's team uh, TJ Kavanagh I think has been exceptional in the first half he's played he's got on to an awful lot of ball and that's what you you want and you demand from your centre forward but apart from getting on to the ball he's been uh, very cute um, and astute with his kick passing uh, and then you have to look as you've said Brian Byrne like every ball that goes in he's sharp he's winning it he's taking high ball he's taking low ball he's scored two goals he's doing really well but again Eddie games can change you know I wouldn't take my eyes off Aerog just yet uh, if they got an early goal or two but it looks now that they will need goals to get back into this game yeah no I'd have to agree it looks like it will so in association with Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited well drilling services for residential commercial and agricultural clients jerrycomerford.ie we're going to hand back to the studio to Shane there at half time the scoreline is three goals and four points to Tullo four points or three points I should say to Aerog KCLR Live Sport The Talbot Hotel Carlo Intermediate Football Championship Semi-Final Era Oak versus St. Patrick's With thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co In a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles and macadam See danmorrisseyandco.com 
How are you doing there now? Hi, Shane with you here at half time of the game between Airog and St. Patrick's. Ten points separating the two sides. Brian Byrne getting two goals, a great finish. He made it 1-2 to 2 earlier on, then getting another goal, and then a penalty by Dylan Gorman Comerford. Shane Kelly apparently went down injured. TJ Kavanagh doing well. He's in with a show for this. Detail Menswear, Potato Market Carlo and High Street Kilkenny, the official Man of the Match sponsor for the Kilkenny Senior Hurling League and Championship and Carlo Senior Football Championship on KCLR. Yes, we're giving away vouchers plenty. We've already given two away today. Of course, uh, the Kilkenny side of things started off a bit earlier. O'Loughlin's came away with a victory in that one. I do want to confirm that Digsburg are the league champions in Kilkenny. It finished up 319 to Glenmore's 15 points. Some of those league finals have been a bit of a, a washout and a blowout. And is this one a bit of a blowout? Is it going the way of St. Patrick's? Pretty much seems that way so far or can Aerobe be able to pull something out of it in the second half well you'll be able to pull maybe a 50 euro voucher from Detail Menswear yes they're kindly sponsored 500 euro worth of vouchers this weekend all you have to do is text in your man of the match during the game to 083 306 9696 the ready.ie contact line we'll pick a winner back in the studio here it's all with thanks to Detail Menswear Potato Market Carlo and High Street Kilkenny the official man of the match sponsor for the Kilkenny Senior Hurling League Carlo Senior Football Championship and indeed the Carlo Hurling Championship which is over but you could have a chance to win a 50 euro voucher. Don't worry if you don't get it in this one. We'll have more for the Clonmore and Grange game. And we'll have it for tomorrow's games as well. When Rathvilly take on Air Rogue and Tin Ryland go up against Bagnallstown Gales. Speaking of Bagnallstown Gales, I'm going to go to the Bagnallstown Gales manager, Mr. Eddie Scally. Eddie, I got a message coming in here uh, with a question for you. Go on. Any truth that the best footballer in Carlo, Brendan Murphy of Rathvilly, is going to miss the semi final tomorrow due to injury? That's coming in from Tom Hayes. Have you heard anything through the grapevine, sir? Uh, I don't know. I hope he's not. I hope he's not going to miss the semi-finals tomorrow because he is a great footballer. Is he the best footballer in Carlo? I don't know. <laughs> Brian, you might come in on that there. I'd be very biased. I'd be looking at Shane or Jamie Clark there as the best footballers in Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one thing for certain anyway. I'd definitely take the two Clarks in Palatine, but I'd take Brendan Murphy as <laughs> well. So I, take I, I, I'd too. take the three of them. I hope, I hope it's wrong, Shane, anyway, but you're probably happy enough to come back to us here for the commentary, Shane, are you? Oh, yeah, certainly. I'm in here on my own. Robbie's doing the Kilkenny side of things as well. It was either this or do some updates from the Premier League. Perfect stuff. Well, on, the, on that note, then, Shane, it's great to be handed back over to myself and Brian anyway. The score here at the moment in Netwatch Cullen Park it's three goals and four points. The same Pats, three points to Aerohog. Aerohog needed that half time break. The, the Aerohog team are out on the field there, they're ready to go. The same Pats lads are still inside in the dressing room. Brian, I'd say they never wanted half time to come. No, uh, the finish, uh, the finish really, really strong. I see Willie Quinlan walking across the field. He has them out good and early. Uh, played a lot of football with Willie over the years. Um, true warrior. Uh, and I'd say he didn't mix his words in the dressing room because that wouldn't be good enough from an Aerog intermediate team performance in the first half. Um, I'd say he has set fire to them, but it'll be interesting to see. All the lads are coming out onto the field now. 
They are the tunnel lads are coming out in the field as we speak. We'll have a look and see if there is any changes. Of course, today's game is brought to you with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles and macadam. See danmorrisseyandco.com. Danmorrisseyandco.com, great supporters of Carlo GEA and sponsoring nearly all of these games on KCLR. Yeah, look, um, Eddie, um, obviously uh, myself and uh, Aidan Dyle, who would be one of the top men in Morrissey's, are great friends. have to say, Morrissey's have been fantastic sponsors to a lot lot of local amenities obviously they're the main sponsors of my own club they've sponsored Tinner Island they've employed numerous Carlo people uh, young lads um, they've just been a brilliant company they're a credit to them and Kevin Junior and Kevin Senior are uh, absolutely brilliant brilliant people a great uh, Carlo company that do an awful lot of work we couldn't be any uh, luckier to have them you're dead right we are very lucky to have them and the game is back on the ball has been thrown in and this time it comes straight to the St. Pat's men they're working against what is still a strong wind it must be said as well and it's St. Pat's that are going to work it out of their defence this time looking buoyed from that half time break and it comes to this TJ Kavanagh who's been on a world of ball in the first half and he's starting off the second the way he finished the first he sprays the ball out to Dylan Gorman Comerford Dylan Gorman Comerford then lays it off again and it's thrown to the centre back Niall Sherry Niall does a quick 1-2 there with his midfielder Craig Staunton Craig then pops it back out onto this side onto the stand side of the field to Owen Cleary Owen Cleary's happy patient with the ball no panic on the on the on the St. Pat's men all the pressure on the Aero Oak men as we speak but it's St. Pat's still working it across the line still sitting just on the halfway line as well he throws it back out this time it's to Lee Kavanagh Lee Kavanagh of course joint captain of the team he throws it off that time to Jack Kennedy Jack Kennedy now working it across a lot quieter today Jack Kennedy is than he was the last day Brian he, I think he had 1-8 or 1-9 the last day yeah. in the quarterfinals yeah it's really hard to repeat that uh, kind of performance Eddie you know but he, he he'd set high standards for himself I suppose you know uh, in saying all of that the games are being run so quickly now Eddie and as I say this is not criticism of the county board or the clubs because it's actually the clubs that uh, voted this system in but I, I don't know quarterfinals semi-finals finals being played week in week out Eddie you're a manager of a Bangstown team if you were to get through and one of the say the young Clarks uh, picked up a, a, a small strain uh, it's very quick uh, to turn, to turn, turn it around really, really so, is too quick um, I don't know I, I definitely not too sure about the split season but it's not the county board's fault because it is the clubs this uh, is the, it. the clubs decided and it's the way to go so I suppose you have to play the the, the, the systems that are in place that's it we're all playing the hands we're dealt and it's Aero now who need to come to life in this game Willie Fanning has the end of the year he's given the free to Aero this time and it's Luke Ramsbottom as well he needs to get on with it Luke throws it out to the wing forward Aero going to push it along the field that's one of the subs that's definitely after coming in there I think it might be Jack Murphy I'm not 100% I'll get a look when I see him closer here we have Niall Quinlan has the ball this time he's a bit out the wind assisted this will be a fine score that's a great start to the second half oh it's tailed off to the white I'm white sorry yeah no look at, from our from from where we were looking at Eddie it was it was looking to be going over um, they're the scores that Aero need um, but you know look in fairness to Niall Quinlan he was in a, a shooting area he just slightly pulled it but they definitely need to start taking them the linesman has something flagged here he's trying to get the referee's attention be interesting to see what's going to happen here I tell you what's happening here the linesman's saying that he's ahead of the ahead of the line hitting his kick out he's probably stolen a full six inches there what's going to happen now with the referee I'd say he's I'd say he's going to give it back to him he is going to give it back to him um, 
I think in fairness uh, to Billy Fanning he can't really throw it up because Jerry had it kicked out um, before the flag went up so Jerry wasn't uh, to know that look it was only six inches and we're away again anyway Jerry gets to take it this time Jerry McGill throws the kick out out towards midfield they win the breaking ball as well and it's the Airog men are attacking and hunt, hunting in packs now this time it's a very different side possession is turned over Airog have the ball yeah 10 point deficit you know it's very hard to see Airog coming back into this but they're going to have to get scores on the board quickly yeah they have to they have to change suit anyway Eddie um, they have to start pushing up now um, they've nothing to lose uh, and all to gain if they change and go forward and maybe do what Tullo did in the first half maybe let in an odd ball faster into the full forward line to see can the manufacturer a goal um, but it's really it's going to be really really hard for them because for the listeners at home Tolo have now 13 players inside nearly the 45 so it's going to be hard Tolo have obviously said themselves in the dressing rooms no goals we win this game and I'd say you're right and here we are Aero Ogar breaking in there's a goal chance on here will he just pop it over the bar and get a score on no he goes for the goal and that's a fantastic save by Jerry McGill we're crediting him for his kick out but that was a brilliant save he got down low and he got in there and he saved that ball and it's a free then as well straight away for, for St. Pat's but that was a big goal chance and a great save yeah it was Will Lorne that, that got in there um, brilliant save that's all I can say in fairness to him his agility for a man as I say that's into his twilight years got down very low because the ball came in very low um, it was going into the bottom corner great save it was a great save and, and to be fair I think as well you know with, with the chance that was on there you know the keeper got down he made a really really good save it was it was a vital save at the time you, there was nothing wrong with the strike from Quinlan it was a good effort he was unlucky the keeper got down well and saved it yeah definitely look and I suppose Eddie when you're 10 points behind when you have kind of a half chance for a goal you're better off going for it Eddie aren't you you're, oh. better, you're better off talking tonight saying you know at least we threw everything at it we weren't good enough on the day um, but even Eddie you know getting back to talking about the, the games coming in quick succession it kind of takes the good out of it you know because you can't discuss you know the locals can't discuss about what went on in the game yesterday because already they're talking about they're nearly what forgetting about the game what, you know no, but back a couple of years ago when there was two or three weeks between games you know you could talk about the game that you just one for a week and then start concentrating but you nearly forget about you have to forget about the game because the, the next team is coming so quick this is it 100% St. Pat's they will think they've one foot in this semi-final that's a big clearance out of the fence from St. Pat's and it's worked out towards Craig Staunton he can't keep that in or does he know it's gone out over the sideline there and it's a sideline ball for Airog just on their own 65 on the terrace side Airog yet to score I don't think we've had any score in this half yet either neither team has scored six minutes into the second half and there's still no score but it's more open and attacking football from both sides to be fair Air Oak spending most of the time in the other half and it's Air Oak working it down along the line number 22 Jack Murphy draws the free there he's come on as a sub at half time and he's doing well since he's come in there Jack does well works the ball back across over towards his own wing back there this time Daniel Hayden Daniel Hayden has it throws another 1-2 with Jack working across into Luke Brownsbottom that's a free this time it's a free it was TJ Kavanagh deemed to have tripped 
Uh, he seems to have tripped uh, Luke Ramsbottom and there's two substitutions now on the Euro team. Number 21 is coming in, Kyle Nolan, and number 17. And number 17, Ad- Adam Shaw coming in there as well. So they're ringing the changes already there, uh, Eirog, and they need to. Yeah, look, uh, Willie won't be afraid to make changes to try and get themselves back in the game. I see over the far side of the field, the Grange lads are making their way out to do their warm-up. Um, obviously, uh, my cousin, Father Tom Dillon, um, he'll be in here supporting. He's a great supporter of Grange, even though he's he lives in Carlow. He's never lost his Grange um, um, place of heart. Um, and th- that'll be a great game against Clamore. Yeah, another game to look forward to, of course, which will be live on radio and will be brought to you with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles, and macadam. See danmorrisseyandco.com sponsors of both games here today. And we have a detailed menswear man of the match as well. I'll bring you up to date on that. There's a free here this time. The details men's were a man of the match. If you can find the man of the match and agree with Brian's selection here, you text it in to 083 306 9696 and I'll badger Brian for a few tips on that in a minute. Here, Og now started to work the ball forward. One of the substitutions coming on with a Kyle Nolan. Kyle is finishing out the run this time. Ball's thrown into the corner forward. Kyle Nolan is still making his move on the outside. He's not marked. If the ball can be worked on, it's worked back to Niall Quinlan. Niall, speculative effort from the touchline this time and it's tailed off and it's gone wide. I tell you one thing, in fairness in this game, there's been very few wide. Yeah, I, I'm just counting it here. I think Airog have only had two wides and Tolo have one, two. Two wides apiece. The shooting has been uh, decent-ish. That was a little bit wild from uh, Niall Quinlan, who's generally very, very accurate. Uh, again, uh, they're nine points behind. They need to be taking these chances. They are, and they're putting pressure on this kick out this time as well. And it's Ronan Quinlan that's over there battling hard this time. Ronan Quinlan. It's always going to be a free. The minute he bends his back to pick up the ball, once you've contacted all you're giving away a free break yeah um, players have to be a little bit cuter if if a man is going down over the ball if you give the referee any chance whatsoever to order free putting your hand the player a cute player going down the ball will just fall anyway and buy himself a free 100% I'd say one of the front runners for your man of the match is just after them substituted I assume DJ Cavan have been taken off there he's been replaced by number 19 there David Obrinsky I, I just wonder is it a case of job done and trying to rest him yeah there, there's something to miss there because obviously TJ was having a huge influence um, quite possibly he, he might have been injured because I wouldn't have been taking him off anyway so maybe there is some sort of an eagle and as you said maybe they think they have their job done but again there's a long long way to go in this game if Aero could get a goal or two to get themselves back into it well they're definitely going to need one to start but it's the same Pats that are on the attack this time the ball's worked out to the busy Jack Kennedy Jack Kennedy looking around finding men in space there he lays it off to his midfielder Craig Staunton Craig Staunton is heading back towards his own goal he lays it off to one of his full wing backs there this time it's number 17 Keen Doran Keen Doran then throws it back again towards Craig Staunton they can do this now they can really take their time they have a 9 point lead heading into the 10 minute of the second half the ball's worked across towards the number 25 Dylan Hanley Dylan Hanley's been moving well all during this game he's been everywhere on the field he does a 1-2 and he's away again but there's much more it's much more notable in this half the year old the forwards are really putting pressure on the on the St. Pat's backs and they're pushing them backwards but St. Pat's handling is good Lee Kavanagh has it he's on his own 45 he hands it back to Craig Staunton still going backwards Craig Staunton hands it to the full back Rob Gahan Rob Gahan's going to break a line he gives it to the centre back and they're still pressing out this time it looks like Keane Comerford is it no, he throws it off there again 
over to Dylan Hanley Dylan Hanley holds it up lays it off again it's really just cat and mouse stuff as well but St. Pats are holding on to this ball very very well another little hand pass laid off this time to Obrinsky Obrinsky throws it out onto the wing back who's going to press forward and this time he's coming with a bit of zest Lee Kavanagh he's really driving forward there Lee pops the hand pass back to Obrinsky who's followed out the run as well he throws it back and this is a really good move by St. Pats it was a late hit there I wonder did the referee see it but he's letting play go on here St. Pats are in they could be in for a goal oh that's a great save it's not it's parked onto the line it's still Erog Erog under pressure there the ball oh, in the back of the net Erog had three or four attempts to clear that ball and I think there could be a booking coming as well yeah I don't know it was really hard to see what happened there um, Eddie there were so many uh, players in inner vision um, <laughs> Uh, it's the ref, Billy's gone in to look. Billy, the ref has gone in to look, talk to the two umpires. But it looks like the goal is after being given. Goal is given. And I think we're going to credit the same fella. I think the two of us are looking at the same man for that goal. Keen Lord, number yeah, 17. Definitely scored the goal. Just was waiting to see his number. Um, have to say now, Eddie, that's pretty much good night I know I, I, I think so um, four, four goals 12 points it's a huge deficit um, but you have to give ferocious credit to the St. Patrick's team Eddie in relation to the way they're moving their ball through, the ha- through their hand and through their feet um, accurate passing um, composure not giving away the ball giving it to, to the right man in the right place they're playing really really good football um, and it's discipline they're soaking up air rogues pressure countering with intent and every time they go up the field they look like they're going to score now they do indeed and it's, it is it really does look like they've got both feet in the, in the in the intermediate final now the the game is going to pitter out there's 18 minutes to go as you said and you know it's the game's never over till the full time whistle goes but yeah. really you're oh, they need a goal and they need it desperately yeah and look Eddie uh, you're, you're the, the Bangestown manager and my father always said it for years you know Airog will be fine but you know the likes of Tolo and the likes of Bangestown we need them two clubs going really well in Carlo two big towns to be able to produce more footballers and in fairness to Bangestown in the last few years Eddie they've made, made rapid strides and Tolo seem to be going in the right direction they're playing nice football there in fairness to them they are indeed and Tolo will be looking like favourites for an intermediate championship they've been coasting this year they've been going very very well but Airog might still have a sting in their tail and it's the Airog men that are on the attack again this time it's Keelan Brady Keelan Brady carries it into contact there and there's a wall of a wall of St. Pat's men there ready to bottle them up and it's St. Pat's that are going to come out with the ball this time the Tolo lads working it backwards as well they're happy to keep the ball they're looking for the better man in space they're playing lovely football and here it is Tolo working it through the hands worked out again he's going to work it out towards his wing back here and it's Dylan Hanley that has it Dylan Hanley then throws it off to the ever busy Jack Kennedy Jack way back in his own half working the possession there could be a score on here if they keep pressing forward Jack Kennedy still carrying the ball carries it into his own 45 pops off the hand pass the ball's worked back out and that's a good block there by the Oak. wing forward there he's back and he's done very well there to get the block on that Tom Bean he gives it back to his keeper and he takes a return off it again from the keeper and the keeper's going to come with Tom Tom is working up this side of the field and it's in the hands of the goalkeeper now Sean Murphy Sean Murphy carrying it into the opposition half he throws the hand pass off he's laying it off to his centre forward there Luke Ramsbottom Luke throws it off to one of the substitutes number 22 Jack Murphy who's been busy since he came on he gives it back he gives it back to Luke Ramsbottom Luke Ramsbottom turns one way then turns the other he looks out he's going down along and as the longer they take on this the same Pats men are funneling back in in front of them to make sure that 
thou shalt not pass there will be no goals here and this is what they're doing and they've been doing it very well all along but it's still the heroic men with the ball and it's another substitute on the ball this time it's number 18 Killian McGrath that's a fantastic effort oh, the that's, a brilliant that's a great score, score. that's a brilliant uh, score um, from number 18 Killian McGrath with his left foot that was just inside the 45 um, the bottom line is here Eddie we're into the 45th minute and Airog have kicked five points um, Airog are a, a big fine traditional uh, club they won't be happy with this performance because they, they pride themselves in having a good senior team and a good intermediate team um, but again in saying all of that you have to give huge huge credit to Tolo um, they're bringing more to the fight and when you go into a county semi-final Eddie if you're not prepared to die for your jersey and they seem to be the hungrier of the two teams they definitely do to be fair and they are they're battling and they're hunting in packs as well and here they are on the break again and this is well worked around the middle of the field <coughs> it's, it's, it's after him work back now to Dylan Gorman coming for another lad that's been on a lot of ball in this half as well Dylan Comerford he throws it back out towards number 19 number 19 Mark great ball fabulous ball inside here he's going to turn he weaves left he weaves right and a midfielder Craig Staunton and that's another score for Craig Staunton he's been moved into the full forward line there I'd say for the last 15 or 20 minutes he's definitely been in the full forward line and he's, he's going very well yeah he's uh, that's a second point from play and you know Eddie if, if your midfielders can tap on a point or two that's a second one as I say um, Tullo going really really well here 12 point deficit the score line is 5 points Aero, 4 goals and 5 points for St. Patrick's and Tullo there's an Aero man down injured but that won't stop Aero pressing forward they're still working on with the ball as well and there's a goal chance here oh great save Niall Quinton there caught the ball lovely inside he drilled it did everything right but the keeper Jerry McGill met himself big and pops a hand to it and puts it over the bar that great move and a great save yeah and you know th- there was a, a far better example of Killian McGrath letting the ball in long great ball into, into Niall Quinlan he caught it well took a great shot but again huge huge credit to Jerry McGill that's a second really top quality save and as I say it's, it's taken the pressure off his team that's his and there's a mark call there in the middle of the field it's thrown out Airog on the attack again it's Dean Hayden that's working out this time Dean sorry pops it over to Dylan Gorman Comfort Dylan Gorman Comfort then working out from the fence another quick ball inside into the full forward line and it's worked and it's that man again Craig Staunton he beats his man there's a goal on here if they want it Craig Staunton still carrying that ball forward and it's Craig Staunton and he pops it over the bar there I'd say I'd say Brian I, I, he's another person that Mary if she wanted to text in for the detail men's were man of the match 083 306 9696 he's a name high up on that list I'd I, say I knew Eddie that, that they were the exact words that were going to come out of your mouth before you said them um, he's having a super super game that's three points from play but he's involved in an awful lot of the good things that Tolo were doing um, and he's he's having a top game no, he is indeed, and it's Airog on the attack this time. It's four six to six points, a twelve point lead for the same Pats of Tolo men. The ball is bombed inside into the full forward line this time by Airog, but it's turned over in possession, and the referee is given a free. I don't know if he had called a mark or if he's given a free for a little tap in the back. I'm not sure which it is, but either way, it will be a free on the 14 for Airog. Points no use to them. Twelve minutes to go, twelve points down. Yeah, Dan. Look, Kyle Nolan took a, a good. I, I, he, he didn't initially put up his hand for a mark, but. He he was also fouled as well. Um, as you said, Airog need they need goals definitely, Eddie. They definitely need to start moving the scoreboard in the right direction for them. Here's the free now for Airog. 
tough enough angle with the wind as well and it's tapped and it's put wide as well when it goes wrong for you everything goes wrong yeah you know you can just have days like that I see um, Dean Hayden number 23 um, Jordan Lowry Jordan Jordan did a stint with the seniors he's replacing um, Dean Hayden Dean Hayden had uh, I think had a really really solid game he was one of the one of a few Aero players that was playing with intent obviously he's one of the former great uh, Carlo uh, footballer and hurler Brendan Hayden Jr yeah he is and he's, he's gone off there and he's after been replaced by Jordan Lowry a player that everybody would know as well of course a, a very well decorated player in his own right but it is the same Pats men again on the attack there's still a big pep in their step they're still going and it's that man again he's been on a huge amount of ball two points today as well Jack Kennedy Jack Kennedy's working it across he looks like he's moved out around the midfield area but Jack throws a quick hand pass off this time he's hitting it out towards Owen Cleary Owen Cleary sends it inside into the full forward line into the corner forward Brian Burney's quieter in this half but here's Brian with a nice effort from the inside of it and that is that's a fantastic score there by Brian Byrne right out on the touchline on the wrong side for a right footed player and straight in over the black spot yeah Eddie brilliant score there from uh, St. Patrick's Jack Kennedy did an awful lot of work carried the ball waited was patient eventually played a beautiful ball into Brian Byrne and a really really difficult difficult score from a different, difficult angle it really was and that's him I was saying he was quieter in this half but sure two goals in the first half and a point in the second half he's another one that we'll be watching as well when the man of the match is named in this game but it's Aero the Oak, the Aero men, they won't give up either. 4-7 four, four, to 6 points, Aero working the attack, handling it through the lines. And here's an effort from one of the substitutes, number 21, and he's put that tailed off to the right and wide, Kyle Nolan. The effort was on. The life has really gone out of the game there as well as we go into the last 10 minutes, but Aero under serious pressure now, and St. Pat's on, on the kick-out as well. Jerry McGill's kick-outs in the first half, and even in the second half as well, they've been unwavering. They're, they're, they're finding their targets every time. Yeah, look, you can see it now, Eddie, and it's no disrespect to Aero. Tullo are a, a far more balanced um, and superior team here uh, today. Um, everything to do is quality, and here's Brian Byrne. Brian Byrne is going to break in. There could be a goal on here as well. That's good working back by the Aero men as well, but the the, the, the Tullo enforcements, the reinforcements are coming with them. It's this time it's with Jack, Jack Kennedy. Kennedy. Jack has it there. He throws a quick hand pass off as well. In fairness to the Aero lads have got back in numbers now to try and cut this out. And it's Cahill Healy, I think, is on it this time. Cahill throws it off then again out to the side. This time it's with Craig Staunton again. Craig Staunton is busy out. He's got in there. He's looked up and pushed in the back and didn't get the free on it this time. And the ball has been worked out now by Aero and it's the Aero goalkeeper again. Sean Murphy, big to get into the attack. And Sean, he's still travelling out with that as well as Aero worked the ball out to midfield. There's a 2v2 inside if they can find the men in there. But the more passes they hit, the more blue and yellow jerseys that filter back in front of them there's three or four passes but now there's a wall of blue and yellow men from St. Pass trying to keep them out but it's Aero on the attack and it's turned over they're just too slow bright when they're coming out with the ball yeah they're that they're that as Eddie have called it spot on they're just slightly unsure of themselves at the minute and every time uh, they're being dispossessed or turned over um, Tullo are punishing them um, at this stage you know they have to start looking for goals and they have to start being more direct you're not going to get a goal hand passing the ball from side to side out in the middle of the field um, it probably hasn't been their day um, I'm sure they're a better outfit than this but it's it's poor scoring six points um, obviously going into the 53rd minute but Tullo we have to give him credit again you can only play as good as what you're allowed to and Tullo have to be the far more dominant um, hungrier skillful better team on the day ah, they have no no there's no question or doubt about it and it's the Tullo men that are still working
working that ball across the field and this time it's out towards their cornerback he lays it off again Tolo rang the changes before the throw in and they've all worked for him in fairness every player on that field in the Tolo jersey has had a performance today but this is a good move again and it's by one of the star performances in the game today Brian Byrne Brian is working hard to try and keep possession there but the Tolo it's been turned over that the Aerog men are looking at it it's a bit of a schmoz and it's like Sunday prayers down there in the corner now I think there's five or six of them underneath yeah it's like something you might see later on tonight between the Springboks and Ireland there but you know there was fear determination there from Brian Byrne he lost possession but he wasn't willing to let Aerog take a quick free he kind of dived on the ball and you'd be demanding that of one of your players tomorrow Eddie hopefully yes that, that, that would be the case but then uh, here we go again it's Aerog on the attack Aerog couple of lovely hand passes there they've worked it up into the corner up on the terrace side there they're attacking the scoreboard end this time long range effort he's going to hang this one inside there on top of one of the big men there and it's, it's is it going to drift out no Aero keep it in play it's one of the Quinlan brothers he throws a hand kick pass back out again they're going to try and work a goal here I'd say and it's going to be hung in again and this time it tails off and it just tails off to the right and wide there's a speculative enough effort there by Tom B and it just drifts off at the last minute to be in a, a wide ball but again you know the other thing that must be said as well Aerog of course will have a team togging out tomorrow in a county senior football semi-final as well so putting two teams out on the on the pitch is not this easy at this level at intermediate county semi-final level definitely not I guess we're, we, we'll always judge Aerog a little bit differently Eddie because of their past and tr- their tradition um, they won't be happy with this performance Aerog are a big fine strong club they won't have anything to worry about they're going into a big game tomorrow the county semi-final in fact I can't wait for the two semi-finals Eddie I think they're going to be two cracking games of football hopefully they will hopefully they will indeed and it's Aerog still the one thing is for sure these will battle till the end picked up off the ground as well uh, well spotted by the referee we can't argue with it that time there young Ronan Quinlan there just picked it up off the ground but it's going into the last six minutes of the game four goals and seven points to St Pat's Aerog six points today's coverage has been brought to you with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam see danmorrisseyandco.com of course today's sponsors and sponsors of the second game coming up a little bit later on of course which will be Clonmore versus Grange where I'll be joined by Willie Quinlan for this game but I'm sure it'll be a very disappointed Willie Quinlan joining me in the commentary box after the first game yeah, look, Eddie, or Willie will be very disappointed with the performance. Eddie, we've all been there on the sideline before when things don't go well and there's not a whole lot you can do. It's an amateur sport. You don't know what you're going to get sometimes from your team. Um, things went against them. Uh, Tullo have been the better team. The, the game is petering out now. Um, but look, Willie will regroup, Aerog will regroup. Um, but I have to say, Eddie, it has been an enjoyable game of football to comment on, commentate on. Obviously, you know, there's been an awful lot of good football. We were probably, I was probably slightly critical of the first 15 minutes, but again, it was an easy watch. But as a, spe- a spectacle, um, and I'm, I'm very much impressed with Tullo. Yeah, I know this. It's been a much more open, expansive second half as well, even with the, le- the small amount of scores. But the scoreline still reads four goals and seven points to Tullo, six points to Aerog. <coughs> the Aerog men still working, still fighting hard, still pushing on. There's a testament to that Ronan Quinlan back in his own 65 work to try and win the ball back but Aerog are pressing forward St Pat's I suppose with three or four minutes to go they'll do everything they can not to concede a goal but it's Aerog centre back Alex Delaney he joins the attack the ball is going to be pumped in on top of the big man inside in the full forward line but it's turned over it pushed in the back the referee says I think the crowd disagree with the referee's decision but he gets the whistle so he gets to make the calls Kyle Nolan winning the free there this time Aerog they're not giving up there's only four minutes to go they're going to definitely work in a short one I'd say this time yeah look at this stage I always question sometimes Eddie they're um 
they're 13 points behind at the minute um, is there any need in taking a shot for a point here wouldn't you be as well try try work some sort of a goal like to put a bit of respectability but then again I suppose Toto of all their St. Patrick's of all their players back probably Niall Quinlan his only option is probably to kick a point or else put it into the square yeah, he'll definitely be kicking a point this time there's not Looks enough like of them gone into the square he's standing over it there every free is an important free anyway you'll always see that Niall Quinlan and he tails it in and it's perfect right over the black spot and it's another score for Aero Oak the scoreline now Aero Oak 7 points St. Pat's 4 goals and 7 points a 12 point lead for the Aero Oak man Brian we're getting to that point in the game where we're going to have to get you to narrow it down to maybe 2 or 3 give the people at home a chance to get a text in there to the KCLR text line of 083-306-9696 yeah again you look at um, you obviously have to look at the winning team the more dominant team there's been uh, great performances uh, the goalkeeper Jerry McGill has to be singled out for his kickouts have been brilliant saves have been great um, Shane Rowan has, has been solid in the full back line um, Jack Kennedy has come into it more and more in the second half and done an awful lot of work but if I was to narrow it down to two at this stage you have to be looking at Craig Staunton he's quick three points from play he's been involved in everything good that Tullow have done and again yeah, the, the second person is Brian Byrne he scored 2-1 and he's always on the show here he is again on the ball this ball worked into the full forward line. Here we go again. This time it's it's into the Aerog man. There, sorry, I should say the same pass man on the attack. The ball's worked out into the space, and it's the other man that we were talking about a few seconds ago there and he just drops this one it's curled out and it's to the right and wide it's Dylan Gorman coming for another person who's been very busy today for St. Pat's you have about one minute I said before Brian will be announcing his man of the match so I'll be getting texts in there as quick as you can to 0833069696 for the detailed menswear man of the match I'd say you could flick a coin it's got to be Craig Staunton or Brian Byrne I think we can't be narrowing it down any more than that but it's Aerog on the attack now as we drip towards injury time the Aerog went down the left hand side on the stand side worked into the corner forward now number 18 who's Killian McGrath Killian has a score already he works it inside into young Quinlan there Ronan Ronan Quinlan throws a hand pass back towards Luke Ramsbottom on his own 45 Luke Ramsbottom this is going to be a nice score as well and that's a much better score great move 4 or 5 quick passes and it's popped over the bar by Luke Ramsbottom yeah good score from Luke Ramsbottom that's his uh, second uh, point from play I suppose the one thing that uh, Tolo and their management team now will be making sure that they don't pick up any injuries when they're just playing out the last few minutes of injury time uh, no red cards of course it hasn't been that type of game anyway Eddie in fairness two teams have came out to be manly and there hasn't been any messing at all by any of the players it's been actually a decent game to watch yeah there hasn't and, and when you say it there wasn't one thing off the ball pushing dragging none of that no, it was just pure honest football and in, in fairness to Aerog that's what you get with Aerog they want to play football but in fairness to Tullo they have went about their, their business today in a very uh, mannerly and excellent way a free is after giving in there the referee seen the two men jumping together but one lad was deemed to have pushed the big man inside there Kyle Nolan Kyle wins the free and there's the injury announcement there is five minutes of injury time to be five minutes an 11 point gap in this game five minutes to do it I don't think it'll happen but he's going to tap this over the bar I'd say 
he is he drilled it over the bar I don't think he was going for a goal though. I think he could be tempered there but that's a third score of the game from Niall Quinlan there as well yeah yeah, look, he, I'd say he was trying to put it in the roof of the net. You can't blame him for uh, going for a score. The game is just petered out now. Um, I, I'd say, obviously, the Aeroke supporters, they'll probably head off home. Um, but I'd be fairly certain the, the St. Patrick's management team and players, and it's a great way to be, Eddie, to be able to come out of the dressing room, go up to the Sansi Town and start planning and plotting and looking at who your opponents are going to, who, who they're going to be in the final. But they deserve to be in the final. They do, and I think there'll be a test for whoever are going to be meeting them in the final but it's Airog on the attack again anyway they're dying with their boots on in fairness to Airog man another quick hand pass by Ronan Quinlan thrown inside Ronan comes and takes a second pass back he's trying to work it they're definitely trying to work a goal but to be fair to the Airog Airog men they're trying to break down a wall of St. Pat's people in front of them but the ball's worked out across this time it's gone to Owen Maddox Owen Maddox then their goalkeeper has joined the attack as well now it's a case of do St. Pat's break quick they look like they're going to try to but that ball's going to drift out over the sideline harmlessly yeah it looks like now at this stage uh, by the demeanour of the St. Patrick players they've uh, just about stopped they're minding themselves now getting ready for the final um, fairness to Airog they haven't they haven't stopped competing um, but Sean Murphy's gone in as an acting full forward he's going to need to stop this ball breaking Sean Murphy the goalkeeper of course for Airog St. Pat's have won the possession and they're on the attack again but they've nothing to target at but it's the ball's out around midfield Jack Kennedy Jack Kennedy there's still no goalkeeper at home but there's no threat either strong wind facing into them there but he's worked it backwards again it's 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 all St. Pat's at the moment they're just sitting out to see this out St. Pat's worked the hand pass to Jack Kennedy Jack Kennedy again very very good movement by Jack Jack throws another hand pass across into the centre there but it's turned over this time Ronan Quinlan Ronan's going to drive a high ball in one on one inside but it's brilliant defending by the same Pats man at full back really really good defending he turns the ball over and it's going to be worked back out the field the referee is talking to the linesman inside he's saying oh he's given a penalty wow uh, he's talking to the linesman inside he's just given a penalty to Aeroog it's, it's uh, the umpire behind the goal said it was a push in the back I couldn't see it properly from here yeah um, He's given the penalty anyway, so you're look the umpires are there, that's what they're for. Yeah, I'd say probably there's a little bit of the game is over, we'll give Airog a penalty because Eddie if that happened in your game tomorrow and the game was tight and there was a penalty given there I don't believe that was that's a very easy penalty but look as I say you're not going to get too many complaints from Tolo or from Tolo and this they know the game is over um, in my eyes it wasn't a penalty but look uh, the umpires said there was a push um, all it's doing really is just taking the bad score uh, off it there so if it goes in of course Ronan Quinlan standing over the ball I should say Niall Quinlan Niall standing over the ball puts the keeper the wrong way and it's dropped into the bottom corner of the net it's a good goal there 1-9 to 4-7 the game is gone from them there's no point in saying it different we're in the two last two minutes I'm going to press you now for your man of the match Brian yeah look as I said there's been great performances as I said Jerry McGill Shane Rowan uh, Dylan uh, Gorman Comfort got a goal in, in all of this um, Jack Kennedy was really really good TJ Cavanagh played really well I've called out but the two players that it came down to was Craig Staunton who kicked three points from play and obviously Brian Byrne Brian Byrne scored two goals in the first half and a point um, my detailed man of the match is, is going to go to Brian, Bo- Brian Byrne obviously. no one could St. argue Patrick. with that decision there I think it's a fair decision and well done for that but here is St. Pat's and they're going to put the icing on the take care they're not 
the ball's turned over and that's okay they're going to work it back out the feet there was almost a goal on there but your detailed men's were a man of the match with two goals at one point today was Brian Byrne hopefully you've texted in your, your answer to 0833069696 point out and Aero are going to finish out this game in their own half because it's all same Pats for the last couple of minutes the scoreline still reads one goal and nine points Aero four goals and seven points for St. Pats Atullo. today's game of course was brought to you in conjunction with Dan Morrissey and Co in a league of their own full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam see danmorrisseyandco.com and here we are again and it's this time it's dropped safely into the safe hands of the goalkeeper Jerry McGill for St. Pat's Jerry works it up the line we're into the last 30 seconds of today's game St. Pat's now can start focusing on next week's Intermediate County Final of course the Talbot Hotel Intermediate County Final this game is just about to end we'll just have a quick chat about the next game that's coming up for us Clonmore and Grange they're going to be facing into these are you looking forward to that game do you yeah. being a tight one yeah I do uh, like Clonmore have, have obviously came up from Junior A into Intermediate I've been talking to a few of their um, the supporters there coming in they're slightly confident again I have relations that play with Grange I think it's going to be highly entertaining entertaining game if you were to ask me probably people are making Clamore slight favourites I think it's a 50-50 game and here we are again we're breaking again back into this game we're into the last second the referee Willie Fanning has his whistle in the mouth I expect him to blow this any second now it is the St. Pat's men that are working it out and there is the full-time whistle. A very big win for St. Pat's here today. Four goals and seven points. St. Pat's to Tullow. Aero one goal and nine points. So St. Pat's are the first team through to the Intermediate Football Championship semi-finals where they will be facing the winners of Clonmore and Grange in the next game. But before we finish up with the broadcast here on the first game, the highlighted players that we were speaking about, Brian, Craig Staunton, Brian Byrne, two fantastic performances. Yeah, I have to say, Eddie, I'm pleasantly surprised by the football that Tolo played. Um, they've an awful lot of natural ball players. They played to their strengths. They moved the ball well. They kept possession. But not only were they keeping possession, they were keeping possession in the right way by moving forward. Um, I have to say, Craig Staunton was outstanding in the middle of the field. But like as a, as a call, Brian Byrne demanded a match. It wasn't only the 2-1. It was every time he was there out in front, ready to take ball, win ball. Um, I have to say, it's a, it's a great result for St. Patrick's. Aeroger will be slightly disappointed in the manner in which they, in they lost, but Aeroger will be back again. Uh, but fair due to uh, St. Patrick's. I really, really thought they played a nice, uh, well-styled game uh, of football and more power to them. It is, and it's a comfortable win here in Netwatch, Netwatch Cullen Park for St. Pat's against Aeroger. The final the score of four goals and seven points to one goal and nine points four goals and nine points I should say to one goal and seven points a big win in the end yeah. but the next two teams that they're going to be facing up against Clonmore and Grange it'll be a different proposition playing against one of these first teams absolutely and when you go into a final you know it's, it's whoever wants it the most have to say Eddie totally enjoyed uh, working with you um, we had a bit of fun along the way a few mistakes and I just want to wish you the best of luck tomorrow uh, great occasion for uh, um, Bagnestown and Tin Ryland. Obviously, Tin Ryland will be looking to get back into the final for a t- two years in a row. They fell short against us, Palatine, last year. Um, I thought yourselves against Sol Auckland, you played really, really well. Um, so I wish both sets of uh, um, teams, and in, obviously Raffili and Aero, um, but from working with you today, Eddie, the best of luck and may the best team win. Oh, fingers crossed.
thanks very much Brian that is all that we have for the first game here in Netwatch Cullen Park St Pat's of Tullow are now through to the intermediate county final thanks again to Jerry Comerford sorry Dan Morrissey I should say and Co in a league of their own for the sponsorship of today's game we'll be back in about 20 minutes to bring you all the action of the Clonmore Grange game when Willie Quinlan will be joining me in commentary thanks again to Brian for all his help and assistance in this today and I'm going to hand back to you in the studio Shane KCLR Live Sport The Talbot Hotel Carlo Intermediate Football Championship Semi-Final Era Og versus St. Patrick's With thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co In a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles and macadam See danmorrisseyandco.com